Welcome back to Talking to Trailblazers, episode three. I'm Jack Corbett, founder of ISR Training, and today I have the absolute privilege of talking to Karina Irby. As the founder of the Gold Coast swimwear company, Moana Bikini, Karina has quickly amassed a huge following of dedicated fans, which she names her Moana Babes. These super fans are attracted to Karina's brand, not only for the label's eye-catching and exciting prints, but because she is a fearless and bold leader. One of the cornerstone elements of Moana Bikini is the brand is made for anyone of every shape, size, and color. And that is a powerful reflection of Karina's approach to marketing, social media, life, and ultimately the causes that she supports. On today's podcast, I'll be chatting with Karina about how Moana Bikini has survived through the COVID-19 pandemic, how she inspires other people, how her diverse knowledge and experience in fashion has going to drive the future of swimwear globally. How are you, Karina? Oh my goodness, it's so good to be here. Thank you for having me, Jack. No, thank you for putting aside the time to, to, to join us because I will jump straight out the gate with a bit of an assumption that even I, I am not somebody who knows anything about fashion or clothing. Shopping is not a sport or a hobby to me. It's a necessity. But I have taken my first venture to online shopping, something I had never done before. Um, how Look at you go. I know. I feel like I'm growing up. Um, but how, how's that been for you with being a predominantly online business and all that's happened with COVID-19? How's business been for you, Karina? Oh, business has been booming. It's been fun. It's been exciting. Um, COVID for us has just been a new experience because not only did we have to change our complete restructure on how we're doing all of our productions and all of our launch drops, but there's been some social distancing in the office. So we can't cuddle each other as often as what we would like to be. But, um, and as you know, everybody is online. So Moana has just been going hard and going strong. That's amazing. And you were talking there about, about the cuddling and the hugging and the <laughs> nature of a team. Has it had any negative cultural impact on your business that because you guys are all so distant and maybe a little bit isolated that it's taken away that real togetherness of a team? No, we're, we're really lucky in that way. We are a small team. So there's only, um, there's nine and less of us in the office. So um, we do have open plan in here. So we've just really separated our computers so we can still be as loud and we're still having our crazy dance parties and everything at Moana. So we are very fortunate in that way. That's amazing. And where is home for you guys? Where's the, um, where's the headquarters? The headquarters is in Burley Heads. Amazing. Beautiful location. Yeah, that's good. I think above all, with having a look at your brand, and it's obviously a swimwear, surf, beach-orientated brand. I think when I think about the beach, especially being here on, on, on the Gold Coast, I go to Burley Hill. My mind immediately <laughs> takes me to a Justin Lane pizza on, on, on Burley Hill, and um, I can certainly see why that would be a sensible headquarters for you. So are you, are you born and raised Gold Coast? No, actually, I'm originally from New South Wales, a little small beach town called Lake Caddy. Okay, yeah. Where would be the biggest sort of feeder city or where would be somewhere that other people may have heard of before? Uh, like Port Macquarie. Um, yeah, Port Macquarie. I think I feel like a lot of people know Port Macquarie. Um, we're just a few hours north of Newcastle and I feel like a lot of people know Newcastle as well. Yeah. well so you're probably what, about three hours north of Newcastle but, but about seven hours south of the Gold Coast. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. <laughs> What, what dragged you north? 
Well, originally I, um, I finished year 12. I had a year off to make some money. I knew that I wanted to come up here and do some studies and, you know, just spread my little wings. So yeah, I did that. I came up and I did a diploma of sport management and exercise science at Southern Cross University. And then when I finished it, that's kind of when the Moana train took off. Okay. Yeah. And was that by engineering or by accident? Did you stumble onto finding out, hey, this is a beautiful bikini and I think other people would buy it from me? Or did you do the late nights, all-nighters, whiteboards, A3 pieces of paper sort of (laughs) mapping out this business before you started? Well, I definitely stumbled. It's funny, really. Like I get asked this question and I've had some deep thinking about it. And I think that starting Moana was always something that that was inside me and I always wanted to do it. And and a lot of people told me that I should do a swimwear line one day because um, I really struggled with body confidence growing up and I was a surfer girl. So um, unfortunately, I had really bad eczema when I was a teenager. So I was quite covered and, you know, I got teased a lot about my skin and I got called all kinds of horrible names. So when I wanted to go surfing, um, I always wore a wetsuit because I didn't want anybody to see me. I was so embarrassed and that played a huge toll on me growing up. And I always loved swimwear and I just wanted to wear them so freaking bad. I just wanted to wear them. And, um, I always just said to my parents, like, I just want to create a swimwear label where everybody feels confident and it's just like this big uplifting experience and you're buying into this lifestyle and this community. It's not really about the product. It's about what's behind the product. So when I guess I, I got um, gifted an opportunity to actually go ahead and do it, I was like, hey, this is something that I've always kind of dreamt of and I, it's crazy that this opportunity has now presented itself and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do it. <laughs> Yeah. So you've gone from one girl with um, a lack of self-confidence, with eczema wearing her wetsuit to hide her body and her reality from other people that may say nasty or mean things, to now being the champion, if you will, or the leader of over a million followers for whom are finding their own confidence to go and bear their skin publicly and feel comfortable and confident inside that body. How, how does that make you feel knowing that so many people look to you for that inspiration? It makes me feel, um, I don't know, it just makes me feel very proud, very overwhelmed and, and just excited because when I was a teenager, like um, I was, it was just my space floating around. There was no Instagram and you weren't exactly following people that inspired you or things like that. And I'm just proud that myself and Moana now, we, we are voices for the younger girls that, you know, might be going through what I was going through. And, and you know, there's a lot of self-confidence issues that girls and boys have. So I'm so proud that we can be a voice for those people. And impact them in a very positive manner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and, and, sh- and show people that um, different is different and different is okay. And beautiful comes in all different colors, shapes, sizes, religion, socioeconomic statuses, you know. Beautiful is often something Absolutely. that yeah, radiates from the inside out because I, the, the bit that really stuck in my head when I was preparing for this conversation was when I jumped onto your Instagram and I saw a post of the 14-year-old you. And you said, why don't 14-year-old girls look like this anymore? And that's definitely something having uh, even my own family, nieces, younger cousins, boys and girls. I think 14-year-olds look like 24-year-olds now, you know, and are constantly looking to progress themselves and almost age themselves unnecessarily where 
I don't know about you, but I'm a 30 year old. And if you could make me 15 again, I'd bite your bloody hand off. You know, <laughs> I agree. Right. We're often to, go, to go back to that. So I think that it would have been much easier for you to pick size zero, you know, generically um, beautiful, inverted commas people um, and build your brand around that. It actually takes a lot of bravery, I believe, to go and support body diversity and ethnic diversity. Did you at any point second guess that? What have the challenges been from choosing to break the status quo? Yeah, I, um, I definitely, I, th- that's just something that I wanted to do without even thinking twice about it because I wanted to not only support myself, but I wanted to support anybody and everybody that wanted to be a part of it. I didn't care what their size, their age, their skin color was. I just wanted everyone to feel great. Mm-hmm. And, um, just because I wanted to feel great, that's all I really wanted. Um, but yeah, we, my plan was to always include not just models because at the end of the day, models, you know, they do get the shots, uh, for your website and things like that. So that was something that was always going to happen, but I wanted to focus more on our actual customers. So mm-hmm. that's why we put together the hashtag, the Moana army. And, um, I don't mean to toot our own horn here, but I would say that the Moana Army customers are the most fierce swimwear customers on the market. They're ridiculous. They're loyal. They talk to each other. They build each other up. They're from all parts of the world and, you know, all different body shapes and skin colors. It's, it's actually ridiculous. We have a Facebook group, a, a private group called the Moana Army, and there's over 10,000 girls in there currently. And, um, not that you could join because you're a boy, you know, so I'm sorry about that, but we're going to have to say no to you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can do some Moana Speedos for me instead. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can be our modeling candidate. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, um, it's similar to you, obviously, growing up, I um, was an overweight teenager and I actually felt, although I grew up in the inner city of Birmingham in the UK where we didn't have beaches or oceans, so it wasn't so common for people to bare skin. Often, even when I would go to the local swimming bath, so I would choose to go in the pool wearing a t-shirt because even though in hindsight that t-shirt was just completely stuck to me and you could see every part of my being, there was something mentally that said, this shirt is protecting me. This shirt is going to save me from the ridicule of my peers. Um, why are teenagers so brutal? Oh, I know, right? Goodness. Um, you, yeah, that's such a good question. I mean, I feel like they always have been, and I guess it just comes with a confidence thing. You know, whenever, whoever it is, when we're growing up, we always go through that, you know, confidence issue, whether that be um, being loud and confident and outspoken or whether that be, you know, bullying or putting somebody down. I feel like at some point, everybody is searching for who they truly are. And yeah, unfortunately, there are some mean people out there and we do want to shelter ourselves from that. And I think social media now has definitely given that a brand new voice, which is very scary because not only are you getting, you know, teased or you're feeling upset, just, you know, going to the local pool, but you can, you know, just post a selfie, a smiley selfie, and you can get hated on, on Instagram now. So it is pretty scary out there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I watch even my own wife, she will body shame herself around things like cellulite. Um, Whereas I watched a couple of videos of you outwardly celebrating how hard you had worked and how many years you had been um, engineering your, your body, you know, so your confidence and charisma is infectious. There's no two ways about that. But how can other people then, and I'll get off this subject and back to business, but how can, how, if this was a message now to 
anybody of any age that is not 100% comfortable in exactly who they are, how could you give them a piece of advice to change that mentality? I get asked this a bit and I really think that confidence is something that we all have. And I think that you can't just flick that switch whenever you want to, you know, feel confident in your own body. I think it's something that will come with time. And I think it comes with surrounding yourself with the right people who they will celebrate you and they will bring you up. And I just think it's, you know, you just, you've got to select the right crowd to be around you. And I also think that you need to stop caring what other people think because who cares, right? For sure. It was um, somebody once said to me, forget how, what other people think and care more about how you feel. How Absolutely. Do you feel right now. Because mm. however you feel is how you are. And that's, mm. all, and that's all that matters, you know? So yeah, I agree with that. So take me into the, the story then. 2011 Moana's founded. My understanding is you just had but a few bucks in your hand and a lot of drive and determination. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I was working, uh, two jobs at the time in the surf industry. Cause you know, I was a fun little surfer girl. And, um, unfortunately I got let go of my job just at a retail surf shop and it happened very abruptly and it was really heartbreaking and sad. And, um, at the time, like that was my family community. They were a good, you know, they were my good friends. So it really hurt, but it really did light a fire. And I was like, you know what? Screw this. Like this job isn't empowering me. It's not making me feel great. So I'm finally going to start up that swimmer business where where my goal is to just make people feel good. And and that's all I really want to do. So yeah, I spoke to my dad about it and he threw $800 at me and he's like, you have been talking about this for so long. Just go and do it. And yeah, that's really how it kicked off. Um, I have since paid my dad back. <laughs> I've actually seen that you and your dad have a very beautiful relationship or it certainly appears that way from an external perspective. Yeah, we do. Dad, um, dad really raised me. Um, we've, we've been close friends, you know, forever. We have a really good connection, a really good bond. And, um, my dad now as well, he's a quadriplegic. So, um, since my dad's gone through this, you know, freak accident in his life, that was only about five or six years ago. It's also changed my perspective on life as well. So regarding business, I just, I just want to make him proud. I want to make other people feel good. Um, you know, people with disabilities, I want them to feel special in their own bodies as well. So I think that, you know, when negative things happen in your life, you can definitely take them and use them as fuel to, you know, motivate yourself and do good things from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're, if you look back then, often people get their greatest learning from their biggest mistakes. So I want to start off with your proudest moment. If you were to look back now on the nine year journey, that is Moana bikinis, that is the Moana babes, that is the fiercest group of swimwear shoppers in the entire world with a company that correct me if I'm wrong, suggests that they can deliver me a bikini to any corner of this globe in just 96 hours. <laughs> Tell me what was the moment in, in hindsight you look back and think, God, Karina, you've really outdone yourself here, girl. Wow. You just made me all hot and sweaty over all those comments. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, I would say I've got two really proud moments. My first proud moment was we do these things called Moana Army Meetups where we do campaigns with our actual customers. Open invitation. We supply the bikini. They just have to sign up. 
give us their measurements. We get a look for them and they meet us at the beach wherever we're going to be. And we did one on the Gold Coast and we had over 400 girls show up to this meetup and it was just insane. The energy down on the beach, the tears of joy. Like we had girls down there that had never worn a bikini before and they've, they've got on these Moanas and everyone's bringing them up and giving them compliments and they're crying and we're down there with, you know, a big dance party happening on happening. And it was just insane. And we shot that whole campaign just here locally on the Gold Coast. And I had many moments where I just stood there and I was like, how the hell have we done this? And, you know, why are we the only people that can do this? Like that, that just really proves to me that we're doing something right for women. We are making people feel good. And in return, I just, I can't even handle it. I'm like, what, what the hell is this? This is magic. And I think it's far more than just cloth over your private parts for going to the beach. I think what it sounds like is you've actually created a movement and it's a mentality shift. Seeing some of those girls you've said have never worn a bikini, they may have never ever been told before that they are beautiful or they look hot or, you know, complimentary terms that they've probably walked away from a day like that and those type of compliments will live with them now forever and may have actually been that little spark of a catalyst to start having more self-pride and self-confidence. So um, yes. that's a super powerful thing. Flip it on its head then for me. When's been the moment you've been closest to giving up and why? Never. <laughs> I have never had one of those moments. I wouldn't even say that we've um, made any mistakes. We, I've definitely learned from things. I think my my saddest moment, I guess, that I can relate to that, where I, I didn't want to give up, but I wanted to be better, mm-hmm. um, was when we did one of our very first big collection drops. And it was one that I worked on very hard. It was my first real proper drop. And obviously I I wasn't really quite expecting the traffic to the website, like it, like what happened. And we sold out within 15 minutes and we disappointed so many customers um, that that were just sitting there waiting, waiting to get some of these Moana bikinis. And we got a lot of positive feedback, but we actually got a lot more negative because people were disappointed that we couldn't fulfill what they wanted. And I actually just sat in our office and I just cried. I was like, oh my God, because Moana for me, I want to make people feel good. And to be receiving all these negative comments saying that they've waited for weeks for this one bikini and they couldn't get it. Like I was distraught. I was heartbroken and I was personally contacting these girls like I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) No, I understand it. Where does the name um, Moana, because straight away to me nowadays, Moana means a a Disney movie with Dwayne (laughs) Johnson singing, you know? (laughs) Where where did the name sort of originate for you? Because you did this maybe five or six years before a movie existed. Yeah, I think Disney. I think Disney just took that from us because we're a good positive influence. That's my yeah. opinion. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> um, Moana, actually, um, had I have known that Moana was going to take off the way it did, I probably would have put, put a bit more thought into the name. But um, when I first started, I didn't. I don't have a design background, so I didn't actually really intend on designing my own suits from scratch. So I actually just started wholesaling a local Hawaiian brand. So. Um, the reason I chose Moana is like, it's a really pretty uh, Hawaiian name for ocean, surf, water, beach. And originally I had traveled to Hawaii a few times and I'm just in love with the people there, the vibe, the community. I think it's magic. And 
um, I just wanted to bring that kind of vibe over to Australia because I find that we're not quite as friendly um, <laughs> sometimes on the beaches and not as forgiving to our bodies like the Hawaiian folk are. And I thought, oh, I just want to package this up in a bikini. And when you put it on, you're getting that whole lifestyle that the Hawaiian people are living. So that's kind of where the name came from. Yeah, amazing. That's awesome. And from a business perspective, I, we as a company had designed, uh, myself and my business partner, Ryan Tuck, would have a um, sales training company called ISR Training. We designed, it, designed um, a trademarked style to sell called Swish. Hmm. And when we went and SEO'd that, we realized that Katy Perry's song, Swish, Swish, B-I-T-C-H, was, and things <laughs> nature a swish is a type of shot in basketball and we suddenly realized actually there's a lot of traffic here um but also there's a lot of competition for that traffic did the release of that movie have any impact on how you would rank against your own key search terms at all it's funny you ask because we had many yeah we were talking about this a lot when um the disney film came out and we really couldn't find anything like uh, I don't think it really impacted us at all. Unfortunately, um, I would like to think that people were Googling it and our swimwear brand was coming up. But I mean, if anything, we just get tagged in the Moana cartoon a lot now on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Does that somebody's incorrectly tagging you? It's, I guess so. I, I mean, I certainly um, look to people for inspiration, right? So for me, I'd say here in Australia, people like Russell and Kogan, um, Jack DeLosa, Nick Molinar, you know, these are people I look up to and think wow if I stay driven and determined and disciplined that I will eventually achieve the same level of success as these amazing people but um, because you have broken the mold um, I wonder who, who, who inspires who has inspired and who inspires you today yeah I, I, that's a lovely question. I love that. I actually find inspiration in many things and it's not just people that um, are already successful in their chosen field. Um, you know, I find inspiration in even just the people that I surround myself with, like um, my good friend, Michael Huxley, who's just next door. Um, him and I grew our businesses together um, literally from scratch. Um, we started renting in the same building together. So we went through a lot of the same, I guess, ups and downs. And, you know, he drives me a lot because he's so driven and I, I find a lot of inspiration with looking at him and seeing what he's doing with his school, which is amazing. Oh my God, there is an ambulance going past. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then um, I also have a bit of a girl crush on Lisa Vanderpump. So she's a very successful businesswoman that owns multiple cafes, has multiple staff, and she's just a, an all-around great person. She does amazing things for the, com for the community and for animals. And I look at her and I think, I would love to be Lisa because she just does the most amazing things for other people. She's like a little Oprah. Yes. And yeah. I find that so inspiring. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how the couple of things I've taken from you that I'm, 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 what I'm loving about these conversations is I get to meet amazing people and I get to learn too. Right. And I think the biggest thing that I'm taking away from you is, and others is that some of the greatest entrepreneurs in the world only started their business because they were solving their own problems. It actually wasn't designed to change the world. I just, no. I had a problem and I wanted to solve my own problem, you know. Um, for those that are listening and are avid followers of the Business News Australia platform and the podcast that we're now doing, you're soon going to meet a gentleman called Mike Kellett um, from Macro Mike's. And one thing he was really quick on saying is, the only reason that I made a gluten and dairy-free protein product is because I'm gluten and dairy intolerant. I just made it for me. And then I came to realize, actually, there's lots of Karinas in this world who could also benefit from the same thing, you know. But another thing that I'm really taking away from you is that 
there is a, a karmic loop that if I do right by others, indefinitely universal energy starts to point positivity and goodwill back at me as well. So and we can't all be Oprah, but if we can all do what the best we can, then all of a sudden you start to see a, an actual systemic change in the society that we live in as well. So um, absolutely, this, this is amazing because I, I do obviously wrongfully have a, people make assumptions of anyone that ha, has an, a, a big Instagram following is an influencer, works in fashion, works in nutrition, that they only have one mindset. And I really love the fact that you're breaking that mold today. So can I yeah. When it comes to innovation in this industry, often I think sometimes we look at the past, whether it be a polka dot of the 20s or 30s, or it be floral of the 60s and 70s, and that's what we bring back today. But where do you think the future of swimwear um, and you know, fundamentally beach fashion is going over the next five to 10 years? Yeah, that's interesting. I mean... Yeah, that's a very good one. Hang on, my brain's humming. If you listen really carefully, you can hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think that swimwear has definitely evolved a lot. I mean, like when I first started Moana uh, a decade ago now, you couldn't even buy a cheeky cut uh, bikini uh, in Australia. I had to to buy mine off eBay. So I definitely think that the tiny bikini is here to stay. Yes. it's hard because Moana, we don't really like to follow trends. Um, we like we don't really like to copy what anyone else is doing. And I noticed that most other swimwear swimwear brands that I follow online and you know just keep an eye on and and whatnot because they're also very inspiring to me. They do all kind of stay in the lane of just you know your solid colors, maybe a few metallics to pep it up, and maybe one print every you know six months. So. For Moana, you know, our specialty is designing those beautiful um, creative prints that we do right here in this very office. So I guess like it could go one of two ways. I think the small cut's here to stay, but for Moana, we're definitely just going to stay in our lane, keep producing what, we, what we're good at and what our customers love. And I guess we'll just see where it takes us. Yes, because the, the loud, proud, bold prints, I think, give you a, a definite identity in the market. Like if I'm sat on the beach... Um, I think you can pick a Moana, right? Like you, you'd sit there and go, well, that's clearly not like those other 10 people next to them, you know, that follow a same or similar pattern. So um, would you consider yourself a nature or nurture entrepreneur? Hmm. Do you think you were think born to own your own business or do you think you've learned to do this? I've learned definitely. Um, it's, I, I definitely didn't have a goal like, you know what, when I grow up, I want to be a successful businesswoman and I want to do this and I want to, you know, have all this money and these nice cars. And, you know, I was never, I didn't even think I was going to start a business, which is why sometimes when people say, wow, how did you get to Moana where it is? I'm like, that is a great question. (laughs) And it's funny because when you said before you were talking about other people and they started their businesses because they were doing it really for themselves and insecurities and things that they had within their personal lives. And I think that it's businesses like that that do go far because you're not doing it for a status. You're not doing it to be an entrepreneur. Um, You're just doing it because, you know, it just genuinely comes from your heart. You're not thinking of money. You're thinking of other people. And I think they're the businesses that go the furthest. Completely agree. I think when you're a profit first business, Mm. you may succeed. But when you're a passion first and a customer led business, it's inevitable that you will, you will succeed. Um, so yeah, I completely agree with that. You, you mentioned a little bit about, um, your neighbor there, um, and become very close friend, Michael Huxley, which leads me to this idea that 
we all need support, whether that's support on our best day or our worst day, whether it's we need inspiration, motivation, we need someone to hold us accountable. Um, coaches can be very good for this family, friends, colleagues. Um, and it kind of, I underpin it with that idea that my network is my net worth. I'm only as valuable as the people I know and have access to. So for those that are maybe starting out in business or looking to scale up, what's the best way that you feel they can develop their inner circle or make sure that they do surround those right types of characters? Yeah, and I I find that that is a really difficult thing to do as well. And I guess you, it is tough. I mean, Ryan, um, my fiance, I'm very lucky to have him. He's a very driven person as well. And he, he does all the operation side for Moana now. So he's also somebody that inspires me daily. And then, yeah, I was very lucky to meet Michael. Um, I think as well, like it depends on the community that you're involved with. So where we are currently, Michael and I have both just bought our own buildings. So we're actually venturing to the other side of Burley Head soon, which is really exciting. But where we both decided to start our businesses, there were similar businesses around us at the time as well. So that allowed us to create some really good connections, networking and things like that. Also like the business, um, the business awards ceremonies as well is a really good way to connect with other people. I think that people just need to not be so shy and they need to let their hair down, let their guards down and actually communicate with each other. Because sometimes I find that when I want to go and talk to people, they do have a wall out. I'm very loud, outspoken, and I want to talk to everybody. I think it's so much fun, but there are people that are quite closed off and I don't know if it's because they're shy, Mm -hmm. but I think that everyone needs to relax. Remember that we're not in competition with each other and just honestly let your hair down it's so much fun yes and I, th- I think that that's the most important part that you've said it's a collaboration not a competition it isn't about Absolutely. only one of us can succeed as a matter of fact if we're all in the same boat if you grab a paddle and you start working we'll all get where we're going faster you know yes. so I think it's um it is really important that people put themselves in the environments like for me that the awards was one of those I went mm-hmm. I went to the Young Entrepreneur Awards for the first time in 2016, knowing there was not a hope in hell that I was going to win because I was just so proud that we'd even made the finals. Um, I know that you'll find that about 3,000 different businesses apply and maybe only 10% of those actually reach the final stage. So that, that in itself was... Uh, really rewarding, really satisfying. But 12 months later, when we went back, we had generated over a million dollars in revenue from the people that were in that room in 2016. You know, because of what you said, I just, I bared it all on the line. I walked to each table. I politely introduced myself. Some people maybe didn't receive that well. Some people maybe sniggered at me or made a joke about me as I left. But go back to what you said at the start, it wasn't about what they thought. It was about how I felt. And I felt like I was doing the right thing. And that is something that I think is so, so important. And I, I look at the awards. I, I was hosted those awards. I was the MC last year, and I was really excited that I was going to present you an award. But I think that um, based on your business and things that had happened at the time, um, you were, were unable to be a part of that. Do you believe that there's a good chance I'll be presenting that award to you this year? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be at the end of this year. Yeah, we did choose to um, not do the awards uh, last year. We actually had a lot on and 
um, as I just touched on, we've just bought our own building. We've got new staff on board and we're doing many more collections and all that is money, money, money. So we just chose to invest that money back into the business. So Isn't I mean, who knows where we're going to be at the end of the year. I mean, we might actually get to meet face to face and yeah, have a great yeah. conversation. <laughs> That'd be really good. And fingers crossed we're allowed to have a hug too because that would Absolutely. make <laughs> more enjoyable. So I've got three questions to finish. You told me, um, and I wasn't going to ask this question, but you were the one who, who had suggested that Ryan's now head of operations. He's also fiance. I'm a big fan of my work is my work. My home is my home. And I adore my wife, but I know she doesn't really obsess over what I do for a living, right? And she, she's a, a registered nurse and I don't obsess over what she does for a living. So how? what are the pros and cons of sharing a life partner and not necessarily a business partner, but a partnership in work as well. Yeah, it's, it's so good. Um, I really lucked out with, with Ryan. He's very, he's very driven and motivated. He's extremely smart and switched on. And, you know, I actually can't imagine Ryan not being at Moana now. He does so much behind the scenes that keeps the, the wheels turning. It's actually ridiculous. And, um, even at home, like we're still the same people like, yeah, we talk about work, but we have a lot of fun as well. And I actually don't think that there's any negative around that. I think that we're just two very similar people and we have very similar interests and it's honestly like a little match made in heaven, but yeah, we, we actually will never fight at all. Like I try and stir him up. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. I will try and get a reaction out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not going to happen. But, um, yeah, um, we're very, very, very fortunate to have that working relationship and personal relationship just all the same, which is great. Amazing. And have we set any dates to become Mrs. Ryan? We have April next year. So hopefully with all this COVID stuff's gone away, we can actually do it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys will be absolutely fine. My final question. Your marketing strategy is world-class because you use probably 60 to 70% of your marketing is just reposting happy customers. You actually don't have to create the marketing or do designs because there is no better form of marketing than an existing happy customer. Um, was that always a ploy? Did you come to make that decision? And would you encourage others to do the same? Yeah, we, we love sharing our customers and it's actually, we, I mean, yeah, it's definitely marketing, but my heart is that my head is marketing, but my heart was like, well, oh, that's so cool. Like I want to make her feel special and repost this girl. And I know that other girls are going to give her compliments. So yeah. she's going to feel like a total boss. Yeah. Um, we actually do do campaigns though. We, um, just because we do need specific shots to, you know, for professional marketing purposes with our, you know, our EDMs and our website and all that kind of stuff but yeah we love getting our customers and I I couldn't recommend it enough to any other people listening that want to get uh, more content because like you said like not only is it free marketing and advertising but it, it does show that people are actually buying your product and enjoying it and it's also showing a wider spread of diversity which I think is really special yeah and also I think that um, for, like you've just said I did not at any point take into account that that lady you just shared that this might be one of the maybe the biggest moment of people's lives, you know, and it's their little chance to feel famous or special or be put in the spotlight, which may never have happened for them before. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. That is such a beautiful thing for you, for you to do for, for other people and do it purely because of how it's going to make them feel. Yeah, they love it. Like we even get messages and emails like, oh my God, you just reposted me. Thank you so much. Like you've just made my week. I've had a horrible day, you know, et cetera. And we're like, oh my God, you're so welcome. Like yeah. it's, it's a lovely feeling. 
Yeah. So in closing then, Karina, for anybody who has never purchased the Moana bikini before or anybody that has a fuller figure that has lacked confidence to go and purchase bikinis in the past, why should they um, purchase a Moana and where can they go to find it? Yeah, if you do want to check out Moana, our website is just moanabikini.com. Um, we're actually just about to go up another size as well. So if you are a curvy girl or you do want a little extra love and comfort, definitely jump on our website. We also have a live chat so you can talk one-on-one to any of our amazing Moana babes just in front of me over there. They're woo, wiggling their arms, dancing over there. But yeah, so if we do provide that one-on-one customer experience where we can personally fit you. And better yet, you don't even have to buy anything to be part of our crew you can just apply for our facebook page which is just the moana army on facebook everybody's welcome in there there's many many hundreds and hundreds of girls in there that don't even own moana they're just in there for the community the love and the support and everybody is welcome to join in that as well it's amazing well on behalf of uh, myself jack corbett business news australia um and the entire community um, that follows the talking to trailblazers podcast thank you so much for your openness you are you're special you're, you're organic you're original and you're completely transparent and i think that this industry especially with the female youth of today um could do with following a lot more karina irby so um thank you for being um, a champion for change Um, And thank you for giving me 40 minutes of your time. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Jack. And thank you for having the conversation with me. It's, It's always a lot of fun and I've really appreciated your time as well. Yeah, wonderful. You take care. You enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.